Well, hello, my lovelies, and welcome to the Content Collective podcast, hosted by myself, Lauren. I'm a wedding planner, stylist, and owner of Bluebird Creative, but most importantly, a creative entrepreneur. I am all about creating a life worth living. This podcast is for the creative entrepreneur. We are all about having honest and real conversations to support, empower, and connect a community of movers and shakers ready to evolve. I'll be lifting the lid on the realities of running a business, sharing knowledge, experience, and tools to help you turn your passion to profit, as well as incredible, inspiring stories from our guests. My business success soared once I got myself visible online and in front of the right audience, becoming the number one UK wedding planner on YouTube. So let's get you visible, productive, and on track to creating a life that you truly love. Hello, you lovelies, and welcome back to another episode of the Content Collective podcast. A lovely little solo episode for you today on something that I am extremely passionate about. And honestly, guys, possibly the most important thing to do as a business owner. So let me give you a little story, a little story, a little something that sort of happened recently that I kind of wanted to uh, dip into. And actually, the reason why... I've decided to write this particular episode. So recently I got trolled online on my wedding planning account on Instagram. It wasn't a very nice um, experience, I'll be perfectly honest with you. It's the first time it's happened. And I think as somebody who puts themselves out there on social media, there's always that worry that the keyboard warriors are going to come for you you know or they're going to take something that you've said the wrong way or have you worded that in the right way so that it can't be misconstrued and so on and it's I do kind of have this low level anxiety for that but I think as time's gone by I've kind of felt actually I'm really lucky I've got an amazing audience a really positive space that I've built a positive community and I obviously hadn't experienced it until very, very recently. And basically, it was obviously just people misunderstanding what I was putting out online, feeling triggered, feeling personally attacked, which it was not. And it just really got me thinking about the importance of understanding your ideal client. Now, just to give you a little bit of insight into why I was trolled, but essentially, I put a post up on my Instagram account, which was a breakdown and a carousel and a graphic sort of carousel, sorry, of one of my YouTube videos. So we do that a lot. You know, we repurpose content. I've talked about this before. We use my YouTube videos and we repurpose content from that. So we'll take sort of snippets of information from a YouTube video and we will break that down into a reel or a carousel or a post or whatever. So the carousels usually do really, really well. And because they're full of information, right? And the video that we had kind of chopped into this carousel was how to split a 35K wedding budget. Now, when I was prepping the YouTube video for this, I realized how much things had gone up in the industry because I was trying to do it for 30K and I couldn't. And when I say I couldn't, guys, just to clarify here, I couldn't include all the things that I wanted to include at kind of a price range that I knew, you know, that I could, at a price range that kind of included a certain standard. 
I couldn't do it for 30k I had to do it for 35k which is pretty much like an average wedding that has all the things included and I'm not saying like you know photo booths and all the extra entertainment but it has like a three-course sit-down meal it has canapes you know a drinks reception you've got um, a DJ you've got flowers you've got cake you've got stationery and so on so anyway it was just a guide and it just gives people a guide yeah it just gives people a guide the purpose was to help my audience and the YouTube video I did when I put it out I was like oh this would be interesting to see how this is perceived because obviously my YouTube video is brides I know my audience inside out and a lot of the people listening to my YouTube video don't necessarily have huge budgets and so I thought oh is this going to hit okay because obviously 35,000 pounds is a lot of money I mean, it really is a lot of money, but it was perceived really well and people found it really, really useful, which is always the purpose of my content, to help, to educate, to make people's lives a little bit easier. So the, the carousel was obviously just a quick breakdown of how that budget could look. Obviously, it's a guide and it depends on people's preferences and their priorities within their budget. So they would tweak things, add more to one area, take more off another area. Anyway, it really upset a particular community within the wedding industry because they didn't feel that it was enough money to put towards their element of a wedding, which was taken really badly, I think. And I'm not going to go into it because that is not the purpose of this podcast. It's not to bash. It's not to retaliate. But what it really highlighted to me was understanding your ideal client. I mean, it literally was just like a red flag for, do we not understand our ideal client? I mean, I understand my ideal client and all the brides that saw that post were messaging saying, this is so, so helpful because it's honestly a minefield when you start planning a wedding and trying to work out how to split your budget. When you've got a particular budget, what does that look like? I also had so many couples reach out and say that it was very representative of how they'd split their budget. So I'm, I know my audience, but it really made me think about how potentially other people don't know their audience. So I wanted to dive into it because I think this conversation is so, so important. And if you don't know your ideal client, you don't know how to market to them, you don't know how to speak to them, you're not going to have a business, essentially. You're going to struggle. So let's let's dive into why this is important and, and really understand what we can do here. You know, so... This is an amazing learning opportunity that 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 whole experience that I went through the other week, you know, I thought, let's turn this in, turn this into a learning opportunity and really talk through ideal client and and marketing to our audience and our ideal client correctly. So why is it so important to know our ideal client? Well, firstly, we don't want to be attracting clients that can't afford us. We don't want to be attracting clients or customers that aren't educated in what we do. We don't want to be attracting clients that don't value what we do or us. And we don't want to attract clients that simply don't fit with us, our style, our budget, and so on. So 
you know, it's really important to understand who we do want to work with so that we don't constantly get emails from somebody saying, I've only got this budget. And actually, (laughs) that's not what you do. You're not in that bracket because they're not your ideal client. So for example, I've got a couple of different examples here of how it might look. If you were a cake maker and your cakes start from, let's call it 600, 650 pounds. You know, it might even be 750 pounds. It might be a thousand pounds. And that's because you're placing yourself at the top end of the market or in the luxury market. You are an artisan baker. You are an artist and you are very good at your craft. You've probably perfected it over time. You know, you've earned your place to be able to to market yourself and position yourself in that end of the industry. It's going to be insulting if you're getting people emailing you with, say, £300 budget for wedding cake when that's not what you do. But it's down to you to market to your ideal client so that people can see this is what you do. This is the value that you bring. This is your pricing. This is your style and so on. If it was makeup, for example, this is why we need to market to the right people. You don't want someone coming to you for hair and makeup asking for super glam Hollywood vibes when actually your ideal client is sort of very natural makeup, very undone hair. You need to be marketing to that audience because you don't want to be attracting these other people that are then asking you to do that style, which isn't your style and isn't your brand. You see where we're going here? If you're a photographer, you want to attract people that like your style, that like your vibe. They will like your editing style, the way that you capture capture pictures, you know, you sort of like your compositions, whether your destination, whether you're not. I mean, there's so many factors that dive into this. You do not want somebody coming to you, not having the budget for you. Or saying, oh, could you edit in a different style? I want it lighter and brighter. That's not that's not going to work because you're an artist in yourself and you have a particular style. That's like going to, you know, somebody that paints like Monet and asking them to do a Picasso. It's just a no. And even when it comes to wedding planning, you know, we have to position ourselves to and understand our ideal clients so that the right people are coming into us. You know, so if we're doing full plans, for example, I don't want to be getting people emailing me with 30 grand budgets, which is still a lot of money, guys, but that's not what I work with as a full plan wedding planner. So if they're coming to me and then I'm saying, I can't help you. So it's about marketing to that right audience. You know, there will be wedding coordinators, for example, that position themselves in a different end of the market and there will be wedding coordinators that position themselves at the other end of the market you want to be getting those right people in that fit you whether you're have a star I'm just thinking like in terms of wedding planning because obviously that's my area of expertise but you know you might be more sort of elegant and luxury in terms of your style and the types of weddings that you do you might position yourself as a destination planner you might be somebody that literally is all about the fun the party breaking the rules and that kind of vibe so you don't want to be getting inquiries in that just don't fit with what you want to do and who you want to work with so it comes down to knowing who we want to work with And then marketing to them, speaking directly to them. 
not just shouting out into the ether and hoping that the right people will, you know, maybe find you in amongst all the other people as well, because that is not how it works. You know, get it right and speak specifically to the people that you want to work with, because then they will come. They will come with that hard work and that groundwork and that foundation. You know, you will find them, but you can't just mark it out to everybody because there's the saying, guys, if you mark it to everyone, you mark it to no one. And if you don't know who you want to work with, then you don't have a business. So I totally understand that doing ideal client work can feel really bloody boring you know, it's not exciting. You know, we typically want to move straight into the fun and the exciting bits of running a business. And I totally, totally get that because I've jumped this stage when I first started my business and then I've learned the hard way. And then I've realized how important it is. And I think I spoke about this on season two as well in one of the episodes about how when we were setting up stuff for the content collective, we almost skipped, you know, knowing our mission, knowing our why and doing our ideal client work. And then we were like, hang on a minute, this is key. Otherwise, we're literally just putting out stuff and hoping it's going to stick. You know, it's literally like throwing spaghetti at the wall. It's not going to work. We need to know who we want to work with. So you have to do the work. Like I said, you've got no business without the right customers. And this works in two ways, guys. So understanding your ideal client, you can either start as you mean to go on and you can sit down at the early stages of your business and decide, right, this is the type of person that I want to work with. And you can go through all the markers and really fine tune. And I mean, guys, like really fine tune into like who you want to work with. And then you can build on your content pillars and your brand pillars and your brand identity and make sure that that's all meshing in together. And then you can market to that person. What do they need from you? Market that out, build your services around that. The other approach is to start off with the take on anything. Take on anything because you are then going to learn what you like and what you dislike. And that might seem like, perhaps not the right approach, but I don't think either are a wrong approach. What we need to take from that is that you can't just constantly be taking on anything. That needs to be a learning curve and a lesson for you to then discover what lights you up, what makes you happy, what type of customers make you happy, what type of work and style do you like doing almost using it as market research to then go, right, I've got it. I know the area that I want to be working in, the people that I want to be working it with. And then you can hone in on that, tweak, refine, and market the shit out of it and market to those people, you know? Because you will find that throughout your portfolio of work, there will be a few people in there that you're like, these are the people that I want to work with. This is the style of work or the style of wedding or the style of whatever service it is that you provide that I want to be doing. And this is the budget and, and so on. So we can absolutely learn from that. And I honestly don't think that either way is the right or wrong way, as long as we're learning from it and getting to the end result and really understanding and, and fine tuning. So it's, I mean, honestly, guys, I really feel passionately about this because 
it's just so easily missed. And if we're not marketing to the right people, then you really don't have a business. And I feel so sad when people get upset or they're feeling triggered because of, for example, this budget post. And I think, oh, we just need, I just need people to to know this information. I don't want you to be getting inquiries in when it's supposed to be inquiry season and, and being like, this doesn't work for me. This is not the work that I wanna be doing. So, I mean, I work with this with my mentoring clients. I love doing this work with people and helping them have those light bulb moments. You know, in my mentoring program that I've got running at the moment, we do ideal client, we move on to brand identity, we talk about services and pricing and placing yourself in the market. We talk about content strategy, we talk about shoots, networking, and building those connections with the right people that actually sit with your brand in the right place in the market. And we also work through processes, you know, and how to sort of go from inquiry stages to bookings and your workflows to make you really productive as well. And honestly, it's such a joy doing this work with people and really seeing them have those light bulb moments where they go, I now know who I want to work with, what my brand's about, those two mesh up really nicely. I know that my pricing is reflecting that client. I know that I'm positioning myself in the right place in the market. I'm building a connection and a community and a network of people that are in the same place in the market. And I know how to market to those people online because I've got the strategy, I've got my content pillars, my brand pillars and everything. I mean, that's literally everything that I do with my one-to-one clients in my um, mentoring program which is a six week program. But guys, ideal client, I'm, I'm not gonna harp on about it too long, but I just really, this wasn't even planned for this series, this episode, and I've thrown it in and taken something else out because I just, I don't know, that experience wasn't pleasant, but I just wanted to to use it as a, as a learning opportunity, like I say, so that we can really, so that it can help people because it just made me, it just reminded me that not everybody knows this stuff and that doing this work makes such a difference to your business. It really does. And you'll start attracting the people that you truly want to work with. And that is what it's all about. It really is. That is what it's all about. Getting those inquiries in that that make you go, yes, this is what I want to be doing. This lights me up this makes me happy. So do the work guys, get your ideal client going, you know, really dive in, set yourself a goal this week. Even if you've done your ideal client work, you need to revisit it, check if it's still relevant. You know, have you evolved? That's okay. How have you evolved? Tweak that document, you know, really go back in and and constantly be revisiting it so that your marketing is hitting it every time. So guys, I really hope that you found this episode helpful. I'm so passionate about this topic. Um, I just, yeah, I just, I needed to talk about it again to you guys. Anyway, my lovelies, I hope you have a fantastic week. We have another amazing guest episode for you next week, which is going to be truly inspiring. Until then, have a fab week, guys, and I will see you on the next one. Guys, if you've enjoyed today's episode, then please be sure to share it. Take a screenshot of the episode, share to your stories and tag us. The more we grow, the better guests we can get on the pod for you. So we'd absolutely love your support. As a thank you, we will send you our 
repurposing like a boss workbook absolutely free which is 15 pounds in our digital shop so we really really do appreciate you guys don't forget to tag us or we won't be able to see it as always i loved bringing you inspiring stories juicy gems of wisdom and some positivity into your week to give you the right mindset if you haven't already guys then make sure you join the mailing list for more knowledge and tips as well as community announcements for networking events and much more Don't forget to follow the show over on Instagram at bluebird underscore content collective. And of course, if you enjoyed listening to our podcast, then please do hit follow and leave us a five star review. Those reviews help us keep doing what we're doing and bringing you the episodes that you love. Have a great week, guys. See you on the next one.